white fire will expound from the dragonborn mouth and completely engulf the fallen monk. Not so much a monk. Saying you felt me before? Okay, moving on. <laughs> my past is my own, my purpose is my own. Chapter 7 An Awkward dinner party. At the end of the last session, you guys had finally cleared the cellars out, and uh, they were uh, definitely dens of iniquity. You found that these drug torque had uh, caused some sort of fungal infection in all the people that were using it, and some of them had completely overcome and were completely covered by uh, fungus at that point in time. Uh, the ones that weren't had been turned into mindless zombies that uh, just hated everything around them and tried to kill it. And uh, you guys were successful. The uh, innkeeper, when you guys get back upstairs, they clean up most of the mess. There's still, you know, crushed tables and splashes on the floor where people's uh, food had been uh, thrown about. But uh, they cleared away most of the debris. Did you guys want to try to eat? Uh, your dinner was somewhat... Uh, Somewhat interrupted. Did you want to try to eat there before you go into bed, or are you just going to go straight to bed? No, I eat, I eat first. We should eat. Bed. I'll take my food to my room. Yeah. 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 I ask him to hold the mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Very wise, unfortunately. To say. So, in between sessions, you guys all leveled up. So you're all level two now. And that uh, mean we get two hit dice. Right? Do all the mm-hmm. the boring thing. And actually, thank you for mentioning that. Well, we should talk about how we do healing one more time. Uh, we all did the um, beta test when they were doing the beta on uh, 5e, and uh, the one thing that we really kind of had trouble with was sort of the omnibus healing that uh, had been suggested, where you just wake up every morning feeling fresh and new, which didn't seem very realistic if you'd just been, you know, splashed with acid, burnt by a dragon breath, and slashed by swords and claws the day before. Um, so the healing that we worked out, instead of uh, getting some of your hit die back, you get all of your hit dice back when you wake up in the morning. However, there's no additional healing. So you can spend them, uh, the hit dice, one at a time, or more at a time at higher levels, but one at a time up until level five. And you can uh, basically bandage up, massage the wounds out, change the bandages, uh, apply tinctures and ointments, and uh, try to heal your, your wounds that way. And so you wake up just as damaged as you were the night before, but then you can use your hit die again to uh, try to get better. And then, of course, you use them throughout the day. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys did all the boring mathematical stuff. Let's talk about, in-game, what actually happened. So, the two bunks. After everyone had gone to bed, you guys found yourselves uh, in the great room. And uh, without all those stupid tables in the way, there's a lot of room to uh, go and exercise. What did you guys do? We did some sparring with each other, and we were given a scroll by our master before we left. Each, well, we, this is something we've had for our 
throughout our training and now that we have the experience that we do we are able to understand a section of it that we did not previously so now we have so you guys start sparring and it's oh if I do a little yes, stutter yes. step and then come through then I can kick you in the face <laughs> and uh, then I can arm lock you and, and uh, elbow you come around with the elbow and, and so you guys uh, learn your new moves what, what all did you guys get at uh, second level so um, Oh, go. No, go so ahead. So we, we have key. So we've learned a, a form of uh, meditation by which we can harness our inner strength. So from there, we, we have flurry of blows, which essentially gives us an additional unarmored attack as a bonus action. Uh, patient defense, which allows us to dodge as a bonus action. And uh, step of the wind, where we can disengage or dash as a bonus action, and our jump is doubled. And we got one more ability. What? Oh, oh, and we're, uh, our speed was increased by 10. So you guys finally uh, were able to uh, reach that deep uh, meditation and, and get in touch with your key. So that was good. So what happened with the sorcerer that evening? Um, after finishing up uh, his meal, Arlen goes up to his room and basically falls asleep, but during the night, um, the tattoo on the back of his, um, the back of his arm, uh, glows and starts to spread a little more, and he got, um, magic missile and ray of frost, as well as two sorcery points that he can spend on, um, regaining spell slots. Okay. Now, uh, for the paladin the fighter, you guys, uh, had something interesting that happened in between. Why don't we uh, go over that? So, uh, did, did you go to the paladin's room and knock on his door, or was it the other way around, Gwendoville? Uh, I went and talked to the paladin because not having any memory of who I was up until a few months ago, it's, I find it deeply disturbing to be in, in this land where nothing is like me and I'm so much different than anything else. The confident words that the paladin has spoken about his deity has sparked my interest, so I'm going for more clarification to him about joining a sect that might be able to help me find who I can be. And so you decided to take him down to the cathedral to uh, introduce him to your faith? Yes. Find the local priest of Di how did we determine it was said? Dianchecht. Dianchecht. So you guys uh, had no trouble the uh, uh, it was clear directions from the, the uh, innkeeper, and within a short time that evening you found yourself in a mostly deserted cathedral. And in this baronial town, it's um, so much more grand than uh, all the small towns you guys have been passing through. It's not just a simple chapel, but it's a whole cathedral devoted entirely to this one deity. And as you uh, come in the door, um, the uh, it seems like a young page comes up. It's a, it's a small halfling boy. And uh, he says, uh, yes, what can I do for you? And he notices your holy symbol, Alistair, and says, oh! And he bows, you know, very quickly. It's a, uh, 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 Templar, what, what can we do for you? This one wishes to join our ranks. Oh, 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 okay. And he just basically flees and then comes back and says, um, please, uh, have a seat anywhere. I'll be right back and flees to the back of the church. Um, and a few minutes later, someone in uh, high-level robes of your order 
um, which seemed to have been just hastily put on, um, sweeps into the room. Um, Alistair, you notice this, this is actually a, a high-level priest and, and um, several ranks above you, and he sweeps up to you guys. Bow. Yes, my son. What can I do for you? My page here tells me that we have a new one joining our flock. Yes, this one wishes, wishes to join in our faith. And he turns to you, Gwenneville, and you just see his jaw drop. <laughs> um, and a few moments later seems to regain himself and, and says, Why, yes, um, we would be most pleased to have you in our order. Uh, please, come forward. And he, he puts his arm around your shoulder. Well, he tries to. It's more across your shoulder blades. And uh, he sweeps up to the, uh, the front of the cathedral. Um, and you guys spend uh, the rest of the evening in, in prayers and supplications. And somewhere in the midst of that, Gwendoville, um, you get a uh, revelation. And all of a sudden you find yourselves with, uh, yourself with new abilities that you never had before. Beige light shines down. No, I'm a little more colorful than that, thank you. So why don't you tell us what happened with your character? Well, rather than go to level two, I multi-classed into the cleric. So as while I'm still a second level character, I am a first level fighter and a first level cleric now. Excellent. So uh, why don't you tell us about your revelation? You saw the light. Uh, uh, beige light. Well, <laughs> unlike my powerful yet beige paladin, as I sit in our, these meditative trance and these words are washed over me, I find myself... Dis, uh, disconnecting from the physical plane and finding myself before a empty void that is still filled with a presence even though I can't see anything and a voice will speak into my head welcome me into his uh, family and his fold and discusses the deep thought of what it is to be part of the life domain of Dienkek um and he just goes on and on in a voice that only I can hear about what is to be expected of me and what is uh, what it is that it is to be a cleric and guy giving me guidance in the future. And as he's speaking, spells start forming in my mind of how to bring forth healing into my party and friends and those that might cross my path along the way. So um, you uh, pull out of this trance and you find yourself uh, with the... Uh high-level priest standing basically over you and, and uh, Alistair. Uh, Alistair is, is on his knees with his hands together in a supplicant's, uh, you know, pose. And uh, the uh, priest has a hand on each of your foreheads. And he says, now go forth, my sons. Defend the weak. Heal the sick. And spread the good news to everyone. Do well and do great and may I see you here before too long again. And rise and leave. Rise, thank him, and leave. <laughs> you like interject into his trance. You gotta say thank you. <laughs> the word thank you does not leave. I'm gonna call us the order. <laughs> so you guys make your way back to the uh, back to the inn. Um, the by the time you get back, everything is quiet and dark. Um, there's. Uh, just one last uh, low-level, you know, drudge cleaning the last little bits of broken and uh, spilled stuff off the floor, and uh, you guys find your way to your rooms. 
Yeah. All too soon, especially for you guys. Hmm. But not to assume that we don't get our stuff back. Your uh, room is the closest to the stairwell, and you see uh, kind of a timid knock on your door. Open it, yes. And there is a uh, page in the uh, livery of the Baron. Um, it is a uh, dwarf. Uh, seems to be fairly young. His, his beard is probably only a foot and a half long. And uh, he bows very stately to you and says, Good morrow to you. Uh, your presence has been requested by Her Highness the Baroness. Could you please assemble your group and follow me? Yes. And then I'll go and wake everyone else up. So, uh, Gwendolyn, it seems like it's you barely shut your eyes and all of a sudden Alistair is, is uh, pounding at your door. Open uh, it up and look at him. The rest of you got a pretty good night's sleep. Side note, does that mean I do not have my whatever I have refreshed? Oh, he, did, he did give you a, uh, also the, you you found after you got done with your uh, experience that hanging around your neck at some point was put a uh, iron holy symbol. Okay. So you have that now. Um, but yeah, everybody has their spell slots refreshed. Um, you guys all have your hit dice back. You can use those real quick if you need to. If anybody's still damaged. Although I didn't get a chance to mention it during my level up phase, mm-hmm. I gained the a- access to a two level one spells to use. Mm-hmm. So similar sort of experience to uh, what Gwenneville had. You uh, Much more beige. Yeah, when, when you were... Uh, what is your color? Of what? Healing and stuff. You well, haven't seen yet. Fun. Off beige. Off beige. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're, you're on your own with the beige, Beige drab. Beige with sparkles. <laughs> A slightly okay. lighter shade of beige. Yeah. beige I would call it... Off beige polka dots. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when you come down the stairs, the page is sitting there, and uh, he has a plate of uh, eggs and bacon and uh, grilled potatoes in front of him. And uh, there are also plates set for the, the rest of you, and he, he kind of bare, you know, barely clears his mouth enough to kind of grunt in your direction, and he indicates the plates. He will start eat. eating. He says, I hope you don't mind. I took the liberty. I think um, nom, nom. Who is this doing this now? This is the page. page. The Baron's page. Oh, the Baron's page. Okay. The Baron is a lady. The Baroness is, or the Baroness Well, quickly eat and indicate to take us forth. Okay, so you shove food in your face and uh, take out of the inn, and uh, it's still probably, you know, early hours of the morning. The, a mist uh, has covered the town from the, the waterfall, and uh, but the page leads you uh, confidently through the streets. You guys get up to that big, huge ramp leading to the castle, and uh, there is already a line, and there's probably a hundred people in this line. Wow. Um, We're first in line. And uh, the page um, basically goes up the other side of the ramp and uh, just strides forward uh, without even uh, breaking step and just passes by this long, long line. Following him. Mm-hmm. And leads you into the keep itself. Um, you go through the, uh, over the drawbridge, through the portcullis and uh, the battlements and into the key proper. It seemed to be all one huge, large building. And uh, 
you guys file through a couple hallways, and then you go past the uh, throne room, uh, which is well lit and uh, has a bustle of, uh, of uh, you know, people, but there is no, uh, you know, no official people there. This seems to be servants tidying up. And instead, the page turns down another hallway, uh, in deep, in, deeper into the keep itself, into what would appear to be the private apartments. And you find yourself um, in a parlor. And sitting in the parlor uh, with a uh, scribe next to her is a uh, beautiful human woman, dark hair hanging down almost to her waist. And uh, she is dressed in, in a very formal garb. And uh, next to her is a, a small writing desk just stacked with parchment and, of course, an inkwell. And uh, she slowly rises to her feet as you uh, enter. The page comes in and announces, My lady, the adventures that you requested to be brought to the keep, I present to you. And he looks and says, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, your names? Cornwall, cleric of Dianetic and Fighter. Is Cornwall a cleric and a fighter? Any looks oh. to you? I am no one. And no one, a master of the martial arts? The martial arts. And he looks to you. And also a master of the martial arts? Yes. In your name? Adri. Adri. Another master? Arlen. Arlen, who is? <laughs> a magic user. A user of magical ability? Alistair, the beige knight. Oh my lord. Well, you would have to be conferred the title of the night, so... The beige wannabe. Alistair. The beige wannabe. a holy fighter. <laughs> as soon as I can, I'm going to get the title of the beige knight. And he, he, uh, he steps to the side and out of the way in the back of the room, leaving you there in front of the Baroness, who uh, sits back down on her, on her uh, chair. Anything? She's the You're one. the one who came to you. <laughs> you're the one who. That's because I have to close the door. You're the human one. As they're no, bickering, I step up. Oh, you're you wish to see us, up. my lady? He's a half up. Just thank you for coming. Oh, uh, Dragonborn goes and talks. <laughs> and uh, thank you for coming at such short notice. Uh, I'm, I know this uh, must have been a bit of a problem. Um, and I uh, do apologize for you not meeting with my husband. I expect you. Uh, had thought to meet us in general court, but, um, well, the problems that you uh, are experiencing are being echoed from all corners of the barony. It seems trouble has appeared everywhere all at once, and she actually starts riffling through a sizable stack of uh, various petitions. And it's, uh, um, so the, uh, the baron and I have had to uh, split up um, our interviews to handle as many as we can at any one time. Um, I understand that you, are, in addition to uh, being involved in some nastiness in our barony, also are ambassadors from your town? Yes, we have brought a missive from the town leadership begging your help that their time of need of these dark events occurring. Uh, the page steps forward and, and uh, holds his hand out to you. I, I indicate the paladin. And uh, he takes the... Uh, the uh, scroll up to the, the Baroness, and she uh, riffle, you know, basically skims through it as, as quickly as she can, and she says, 
Yes, um, as I said, the, the problems that uh, you report here are being echoed from all corners of the barony. Um, still, uh, we are not without resources or compassion. Uh, I will see what aid can be sent to the town of Lowford. Um, certainly, some militia and supplies, at least, can be liberated for you. Thank you. We appreciate the aid brought to us. She pauses and thinks for a few minutes, uh, hands the uh, petition to uh, her scribe, and says, While I'm organizing this mission, uh, perhaps you could assist the Baron. I have this report, and she holds up another piece of parchment, about the trouble you were involved with, these fungal monstrosities. Yes, they're quite interesting occurrence there. Uh, this problem has been appearing more and more. It appears that it results from this infected torque. And she wrinkles up her nose and shivers slightly. <coughs> Nasty stuff and a terrible habit to get into. And then she pulls back a cloth under which are three boxes. Each is filled with a handful of torque sticks. The first look pretty much as you would expect torque to look like, little <coughs> purple roots. The second, you can't help but notice, have a speckling of small white spots on them. The third, though, holds your attention. Small fungal sprouts have formed along the sticks. In some cases, they've grown into small mushrooms. Mushrooms that look awfully similar to the ones you saw growing out of the mindless beasts that you defeated <coughs> last night. The torque is the source of the infection, the Baroness continues. Already a curse upon the law-abiding people, and now seems to have been contaminated by this fungus. Undoubtedly due to these evil fogs that have formed of late, when ingested, the fungus eats away at the body like a canker until only a mindless beast is left. In the end, well, you saw what happens in the end. Fortunately, your encounters pinpointed the source as our neighbor Barony. If we can get them to halt the shipments there, perhaps we can put an end to this plague. You have proven yourselves as capable ambassadors. Could I entreat you to carry an embassy to the neighboring Barony and demand the end of the trade of infected goods? The Baron and I would consider it a personal favor if you should carry out this duty. We can do that for you, ma'am. Oh, thank you very much. I knew we could depend on the citizens of Lofor to help. All must help in these times of need. She uh, indicates the page, and the page um, uh, you know, comes forward, and she um, dictates some instructions to the scribe who you know, writes out a royal demand scroll and gives it to the page. And uh, the page says, if you would follow me, ambassadors, and he uh, sweeps out of the room after bowing deeply to the Baroness. Bow my head Bow. to the Baroness and follow the page out. Bow and follow. Mm -hmm. She says, and good luck, and speed back to see us. So um, the uh, page takes the uh, scroll down to uh, the lower levels of the keep and uh, hands it to a quartermaster. Um, and he uh, basically puts together for you um, five riding horses, all in the Baron's livery. Um, you guys have uh, are given five days worth of very uh, good uh, provisions. Um, and there's uh, a uh, water skin for each of you. And in the satchel you're given as well, a healing potion. And uh, there's a small purse with 20 gold pieces on it. Let's give it to each of you. Yeah, 20 more gold. Yes. And so it's the same type of healing potion that we had? Mm-hmm. Same basic healing potion. Oh, I have two of those now. How many gold pieces? 20. What else do I get? 
uh, healing potion and Did I ever give you and the money back? No. I mean, give you a gold piece because you uh, gave yes. your five yes. to a. No, no one ever gave me anything. Right. Well, yeah. I'm going to give you one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give can... you that too. I don't. I don't know. I already did. Yeah. Right. I was the only person who did. No. No. Because no, I that wrote was down for the that rooms. I have. Yes, yeah, so that was for the rooms? Yeah. And what are you talking about? He bribed the... Uh, didn't bribe, I just motivated properly. He, gave, he donated to the guy who was writing on the list to get us moved to the top. Okay. So I'm paying him back for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's and got some issues. I choose to not notice. I would like not to heal you. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you you better be careful. He'll like sick his flumps after you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, well, lack of rabbit. If, they, if they attack all, as well as he doesn't take three rounds to get rid of them. All one d six flumps of them. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, dealing two damage around, it'll take him what a minute to take you down. Oh look, a flying donut. <laughs> so um. The uh, quartermaster uh, definitely uh, advises you. He takes a look at, you know, the kind of beat-up shape you guys are in and says, I-, I would wait until tomorrow. The weather looks a little uh, chancy. Why don't you rest up and, and uh, wait one more day? Take off in the morning. Um, I will speak to the page about getting you another night's uh, stay in the inn there. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, he says, when you, when you are ready in the morning, come by and I will have the horses saddled and ready for you. So I, I will use one of my hit die before I go to bed. Yes. So you guys uh, wander back to the inn and uh, the uh, page actually goes with you and, and gives, a, gives the innkeeper basically a uh, per diem scroll. And uh, you guys are put up for one more night. So yeah, you guys can all use your hit die to, uh, and actually all of your hit die, both of your hit die during the day today to, to rest up and get ready to go. Do uh, do no one or myself need to roll an animal handling check for the horses not to go nuts when we approach them? Uh, why don't you do that and see what see what happens when you initially approach them? I'm sure they'll get used to you guys in time. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I don't smell like lizards. Na- non-natural twenty. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they seem to view you as... Yeah, a, a 21. Okay, so yeah, you, <laughs> these horses are well-trained and have no trouble uh, with the, you know, the presence of you guys. And I smell better. And they completely freak out with me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you try to line up a fireball and hit right. <laughs> yeah. Like the one that was supposed to hit the fungus okay. guy like Delay. two days ago. Delay. Delay, <laughs> Delay fireball. <laughs> 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 like take the reins off. Uh, I've heard of having a short fuse. you got a long fuse. <laughs> really, really long. <laughs> in He's two, tongue fused. In two days, that's going to be really bad for you. And ooh. It's quivering <laughs> fireball. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure that like a, a hell yeah. firebolt, it uh, increases like one d six damage per oh, per uh, Can turn. I book for a so right this book. Yeah. Okay. That's six hundred damage uh, extra an hour. No. Mm, I have to what see. are you looking for? 
10 if I get anything 10 D6 a minute or race wise 600 D6 an hour um, for held yeah, fire if you manage year, to continue it so as exciting as that is or maybe you can cast it so you guys return to the inn you guys are the only people staying in the inn you found as everyone was either uh, bludgeoned uh, or uh, or uh, fled out of the inn and decided not to come back. That doesn't make sense. I mean, this is the place that just got cleaned out of all the ghouls. Like... <laughs> well, you know, reputation and all that. Um, the So the innkeeper, of course, is amazingly happy to have you back, especially if, considering the Baron's paying for it. Um, you guys have whatever you guys want from the menu for dinner, as you can imagine. Inquire and, the health of the little girl. Um, yeah. And they say, what little girl? The little one that was here helping. Oh, the, the one that ran away. Yes, we have not seen her since. Um, she ran away. Did did not the captain send her on her way? I, I, she must have gone back home. We have not seen her since. No. Yeah, she she came and testified She's like an for us. Eight-year-old girl, wasn't she? Just, maybe she went home. Eight-year-olds wander around. Where did she live? Medieval towns. Oh, uh, I do not know. Um, not familiar with her, but uh, there are many urchins on the street, so. Mm. Disturbing. Yes. Anyway, so you guys find yourself in the empty great room uh, with a lavish banquet set before you, and you guys all of a sudden realize that this is the first time that you've all been sort of alone together. And while being thrown together as, as a uh, team early on, um, you realize you don't know much about each other at all past your names. Well, I think I would know a little bit more about the Paladin at this point, wouldn't I? Oh, is A little, like, <laughs> past few years. But all, all you really know about him is that you fought with him side by side, and, and uh, he's taken you to the cathedral to... Uh, well, to you're not besties. I'm th- well, and of course, you know, the two of you, <laughs> on this side of the table, no one's ever seen anyone like you before. The uh, half-elves all seem to... Uh, you know, be regular enough, but no one's seen a uh, tall, scaly, you know, lizard-like creature. No one's yeah. seen someone with a tail and fiery eyes and horns. Um, so you get, and of course, you guys have uh, puzzlement on how you all ended up here. And of course, the rest of you have never seen folks. I mean, you've heard rumors of of the uh, monasteries of the mountains where they teach people to fight with their bare hands, but you've never seen people like that in public. I'm not going to start anything. I don't. Uh, I have not, a I lot of things in my past I want to hide. I I just don't care. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I'm, oh wow. <laughs> so there's an uncomfortable so, silence. On very the uncomfortable. Kind of. I'm kind of <laughs> looking at the sorcerer. So, exactly where are you from? Your magic's a little different than I would imagine. I am actually just. From one of the farms outside of, um, out of the town. Then what made you come join a, whatever you would call us, a brute squad? Um, my father, um, was getting ill, and he, uh, my, uh, my older brothers, I'm the youngest of, uh, I believe nine, nine, uh, children, and, um, he already portioned out the farm to the rest of the to the rest of my brothers and I had to go get a job in the city and this was the first one you could find? yes are all your family members magical? uh no none of them only myself 
It's a new way of learning. It's courageous. He just popped up. Hey, Dad, look at this. Wow. More like, as in like a four-year-old. Wow. Uh, I think it was like eight, actually, but... Uh, really, I was just out tending the fields, and then suddenly it was on fire, and I had no idea oh. why. That sounds like a problem. A little bit, yeah. How Ooh. is it that you can set fields on fire, but not zombies? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine it takes more concentration to focus those energies and just let them blaze dangerously loose. What about you, Sir Knight, as um. you wish to be called? And what's with the beige color? Yeah. I don't know. It's like the only... I'm the only one in our faith who seems to have it, really. This strong beige. Um. Why do you speak in a monotable? (laughs) (laughs) Please continue. You don't need the dungeon master very often. That was (laughs) (laughs) So... How long have you been with this sect, besides my 24 hours? Six years. I started out as just a general priest in a monastery as far away from my homeland as I could, and ended up with, a, with my skill for fighting becoming a paladin. As opposed to just becoming a cleric of healing, you decide to fight more proactively. Yes. I see. And what has you what has you joined this boot squad? Um, I uh, was given a missive to come out to see the local friar, and he wasn't around, so I wandered around, and apparently he wasn't around commonly. I mean, mm. commonly was out doing his own thing, meeting with commoners in other areas. So I decided to get a side position here with the militia or brute squad as a priest the friar's part of the militia no i decided to as like a, something to do while i was waiting for him and then first thing they do they send me away oh. i'll have to get back and talk to the friar but until then i'll be with this group and what of you two that are making the odd gestures to one another how did we you were... come become part of this militia or, excuse me, the Spruit Squad. We were sent by our master. To what purpose? Uncertain. Really? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And being as you are as unique as I appear to be... My past is my own. My purpose is my own. Just to say our partnership was not um, voluntary. Oh, Okay. It's more coincidental, at least as far as I can tell. Do you train together? You have similar styles. Yes, but as far as arriving in the town that we did, it's not our choice to go together. Mm. And what about yourself? What about me? Why were, Why did you come for this brute squad? Uh, I needed the, needed the work. <clears throat> You've never seen anything like him. Uh, I've never seen right. anything like you. What a coincidence, that neither have I. <laughs> really? You don't even know anyone else who is like you? 
No, I have no memory of anything but a few months ago. Really? Wow. I assume I didn't always look like this. Well, the scales, I imagine I look like this, but the rest of it, I don't know. A, a traveler through the mountains found me, and I woke up in his cottage. He was kind enough to tend to me and <clears throat> not kill me. <laughs> what happened to the traveler? Uh, he was a mercenary. He took jobs doing whatever could be done, protecting the roads and whatnot. And uh, We were contacted by the town south of where we met to explore a band of thieves. Uh, unfortunately, they were actually able to get the best of us. Um, I survived and my friend did not. And the only thing I have to link them to anything is this broken piece of something that came off the chest of the one that ran him through. So if I find out who that is, I can find one, the killer of my friend, and maybe somebody that can link to my past because he seemed to recognize me before he vanished into the forest. So that is my story. Okay, well, and evidently after... I can breathe lightning. <laughs> Don't after, not all the time. After this uncomfortable uh, talk around the dinner table, you guys uh, clean up the last scraps and head off to bed. And as the uh, stable master's weather I predicted, uh, as the afternoon wears on, it breaks into a dull rain, which turns into quite a storm overnight, actually. And uh, then... Uh, Was it a dark and stormy night? Yes. And uh, then the, were the morning, though, uh, the streets are clean and the sky is blue. And uh, you guys feel refreshed and ready for a, a new uh, day out there. And uh, you report back to the stables. And in fact, your horses are all ready, ready to go. Uh, they're saddled up in the you know, baron's livery and the uh, you know, with grooms attending them. And all your supplies are loaded on and ready to go. Excellent. Uh, do we know exactly where we are going? Yes, the road leading to the east um, goes uh, basically <coughs> straight to uh, Excalibrium Colis. Um, was that, that was the, where the makers were? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's the next uh, barony to the uh, to the east. Uh, as you guys know, there, there are five baronies that surround the giant Marin Arenosium. <coughs> the giant desert that uh, occupies the center of the valley. and uh, But life still clings to the foothills, mainly in, in the you know preview of the barrens. You guys are going to have to go through the, uh, the forest of uh, Niger Saltus. And the road's going to diverge there, but the uh, westernmost road will uh, lead to the, or the northernmost road will lead right to the city. Interestingly enough, uh, Alistair, um, this is also the road back to your monastery where you did all your training. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll pass by the road that leads there after you've left the forest. It will take you a good two and a half days to make it there, though. So uh, this, the sooner you guys get going, the better. Well, I suggest, unless anyone else has pressing business here, I suppose we all head on our way. Let's head out. Yes. These are all horses, but not a cart, correct? Right. All right, so, yeah, hop up. Da, 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 and off we go. <clears throat> Heading east. So, um, everybody give for me a perception check as you ride. 10. 17. 9. 14. 18. Okay. Gesundheit. 
What? What? So you guys um, don't have any encounters during your first day out, and uh, you uh, pass a whole lot of traffic going back into the uh, city. Um, the usual you know, traffic of commerce, carts loaded with goods, uh, people that uh, seem to be uh, traders heading to and fro, maybe some pilgrims, but on an uh, inordinate number of also of uh, what seems to be uh, groups similar to yours that maybe were employees, ambassadors coming to uh, bring their troubles to the Baron and the Baroness. The uh, end of the day, it's uh, pleasant weather out. Uh, it cleared off to a cool but nice uh, day for riding. The horses uh, are, uh, you know, fine examples of their breed and, and stride along purposely. And you find yourselves just in the eaves of the forest at the crossroads where the uh, road forks and uh, the northern one heads off to the city. The uh, southern one takes the high road and, and uh, heads further around this uh, large valley that the entire kingdom is based on. And uh, you find yourself uh, right there at the crossroads. Is this the road where the monastery? Uh, no, is? it uh, branches off of, uh, and actually, uh, you know, it's, it's halfway between the high road and the low road, and on the far side of the forest. Uh, so, do we have a choice between taking a high road or a low road? Uh, well, the low road is the one that leads down to the city. It is uh, found right at the very edge of the foothills, right on the very edge of the Marinarium. The one we just left or the one we're going towards? Um, the one you're going towards. Okay. The Civitas uh, Cataracta, obviously being waterfall cities, is on two very tall cliffs very high in the mountains. Well, take the road toward our destination. Okay. Well, you've, you've come to the end of the thing, so you'll have to, to make camp oh. uh, tonight. And uh, then you can take the, the low road tomorrow. Does there Wait, a at the crossroads? Yeah, pretty much at oh, the crossroads, yeah. That's fun. Are there other people here camping? Um, no, but you do find uh, a number of uh, fire rings and so forth in the underbrush. Um, it is a full day's ride from the city, from Waterfall City, so you guys uh, do find yourself right there, uh, you know, where, where countless other people have camped as well. Okay, well, find a fire pit that's in good repair and off the beaten path, so set up camp. Think of what. I think it would not be unwise to set up a watch. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do I have a watch schedule? Uh, I'll take the first watch. I'll take the second. I'll take third. I'll take fourth. You get to sleep all day. I get to sleep. Yay! I think for the sake of fairness, we'll rotate that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we we'll only do, need three. We'll do one watch each, then next night he'll do all the watches. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. It and wouldn't make you, him more useless. No, wait. When he does it, it's beige watch. That's not. Is that where they run? That's, a, that's where they run a slow motion no, and then trip that, that over the feet, right? He wouldn't be beige wash. He would he'd be yeah, beige no, wash. But when he did it, it would be beige wash. Yeah, but you, you were. It was the, in the. We were discussing him though, so no. you were just a loser. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feeling he's used to. I, I know. <laughs> so you're saying you felt me before? Okay. <laughs> I think we might have just dodged the explicit tag on that one. I'm not sure. Probably not. Okay, so um, who's on first watch? Uh, Gwernville. Yes. Perception check? 15. Okay. I'm sorry. 19. Or 19. 17. 17. Um, there's some small animals running through the underbrush. Nothing more than that. Okay. Uh, who's, who's on uh, second? No, uh, who's no on one. first? Uh, you need to stop. 
Okay. No one's on. Adri. Oh, Adri is. I'm second. sorry. I thought yes. no one was yes. second. That would be 10. Okay. And uh, you, you notice uh, a little bit less. There's just the common noises of the night. Oh, yeah. I am third. Mm-hmm. My perception is 12. Okay. And uh, the, nothing more exciting than uh, just before dawn. Uh, you see a, a little bright face appear in the woods and realize it's just a gray fox. And it takes a, a quick look at the group and decides you guys aren't of any interest to it and scurries off into the underbrush. My watch. Mm-hmm. 17. And uh, um, nothing too terribly exciting there on yours as well. Just uh, snores of Arlen Except the goblin army. Yeah, the, uh, the, the birds start to wake <laughs> up and, and sing in the trees and so forth. Awesome. Okay, so you guys wake up all nice and fresh. Is, is anybody still down any hit points, or have you guys used your... I'm, I'm full. I'm full. full. I'm good to go. Okay, so you guys have all your, your hit die to use. And uh, you're ready to start your day. Um, everybody roll for me an animal handling check. 21. Oh my god, 6. Oh no, 7. Six. 4. <laughs> and how much, did you, how much so did you get? 6. Okay. <laughs> So, um... I'm, like, doing dressage, <laughs> and you're falling <laughs> down. You guys attempt to saddle the horses up, and you guys realize that the only one that really was paying attention when it was done was Noan. He kind of gives you the, you know, the forehead smack sort of, you know, face palm, can't believe I'm stuck with these idiots, and, and luckily he's able to cinch all your, all your uh, cinch straps up and get the bridles on, up, you know, correctly instead of upside down. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I finally found something the monk's good at. Oh, ow! And, uh, somehow or other, you, you, it takes you about an extra hour in the morning, but you finally do get uh, get yourselves mounted and, and off and ready and riding again. I have a background of a soldier, and I can't get on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, you weren't in the cavalry. Really? Sure. <laughs> okay. Infantry. Mm. Yes. No. Um, tree? Infant. So you guys yeah, are like riding for about an hour on the uh, low road, getting uh, deeper and deeper into the forest, and uh, all of a sudden the wind changes, uh, starts blowing into your face instead of crosswise against you, and your horses just start to shy and stutter. And and uh, actually, actually, everyone, give me a, another animal handling check. Ah, oh, no. that one's better. twenty-one. Four- Seventeen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. <laughs> the paladin, night wannabe, can't ride a horse. And so, um, so Alistair, your, your horse actually um, startles and bolts, and you have to uh, bring it back under control. And you're actually about 30 or 40 feet back down the, uh, back down the uh, road before you finally get, uh, get back, you know, calmed down. And it, it's, uh, you know, showing a lot of white of the eye and sweating. Um, Perception and, check to see what could be doing this, or it would it be insight or perception? No, perception. Perception? Aww. Twelve. <laughs> um, yeah, looking yeah. around as well. Something has something startled the horses, and they just simply won't go another step forward. Whatever it is has got them terrified. They slowly get off the horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping an eye around my surroundings. In fact, we Do should... I smell anything? We should tie them up. That's what I was just going to say. We should, we should tie the horses to mm-hmm. something so we don't... Uh, 18. Um, there is kind I'm of... I'm sorry, 20. There is kind of a faint odor on the breeze coming, 
down the, uh, the road in front of you. Smells and like. as if realizing that you guys have uh, noticed that it's there, a uh, what appears to be a black panther steps oh, out from the trees. Um, that would be if black panthers had six legs and two tentacles coming off of their shoulders that oh, end up in spike pads. It lets out a low growl and starts whipping its little, uh, you know, spiked tentacles around. And then all of a sudden, it starts to blur. Oh, oh, as, it, as if it's, uh, it's, you know, vibrating in place and, and you can't really quite be sure where exactly in that blur it really is. Really and everybody cool. rolls initiative. So it's Gwen. Non-natural 20. Oh, no. Oh, no. And no one. 21. And Alistair? Natural 20, 21. Okay. Mm. Good waste of a roll. Still fast. And <laughs> Arlen? Two. <laughs> you're, so you're still tending the horses, apparently. And, <laughs> you get to hold on to them. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Okay. I'm telling Master I'm Chuck. I'm going first. It, how many more have I killed than you? None. Most. No, most. All of them. Oh, I'm good at that. Yeah. Me too. With the yeah, ironically, <laughs> kind of, ironically, we kind of rolled like we're standing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm in the bath. Okay. It's you know, I got a better roll than he did. So um, no one else is like, Who wants to go first? Maybe. I will go first. <laughs> no, I'm not that far back. I mean, to get it back up. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You guys. I think on the nat twenty, that so Alistair should go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna do, Alistair? Um. Can I give first. my horse? To well, you guys Arden. have already tied your horses up. Oh yeah. Like, yes. I'm advancing yes. down the road to find. I'm gonna run forward. And Boy, like right die should right I do here. Thunder, yeah. yeah, should I do thunderance or searing first? That's up to you, dude. <laughs> um, I'm going to use thunderous smite. Okay. It's a bonus action. It lasts. It's a spell that lasts a minute or <clears throat> until my concentration is broken. Excuse me. And each attack I make deals a, an extra two d six damage. And then if when I hit, it, the creature has to make a strength save or be pushed 10 feet. Okay. So, going to attack it. With now, you find that you the blurring effect is so great that you um, aren't really sure where it is. So you'll actually be attacking with disadvantage. Great. So pull an extra die out. Um, 12. Twelve? No, you hit the ground right beside it, right where you thought it was, but it uh, hits the ground instead. Okay, Noah. I am going to move to here. Okay. I am going to do the following sequence. I'm going to do a double-handed staff attack. Okay. I'll do a kick, and I will expend a key point for patient defense to give me dodge. Okay. Okay. So remember, you're attacking with disadvantage because you can't quite figure out where it is. Well, three. <laughs> that was the well, staff. Well, you could, you could. Swings over it, yeah, keep going. 18, 20 something, and five, 12. No, once again, you uh, strike the ground right where you think okay. it is and it's not there. But I have dodge, so it has disadvantage to attack okay, me. And my... Gwen? Okay. Um... <clears throat> Well, first off, I want to use my breath weapon on it. 
Okay, so, so it has to make a uh, saving versus dex save. Dex save, yeah. Natural twenty. Crud. Okay, but he still takes. Actually, he doesn't. Once again, the lightning bolt just zaps right through where you thought he was and smacks the ground. Mm. So. Okay. Is it um, early morning? It's uh yeah it's basically mid morning at this point. Okay. You guys okay. been riding for about an hour. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna move to here. Where I think it might be. And I am going to try a different sort of attack. Okay. Trying to rely on my keen draconic senses. Mm -hmm. If I can, I wonder if it's and this is I don't know how you want to do this. I want to take my shield and see if I can try to pin it in place. Okay. Or pin it down at least. So are you gonna? Is this gonna be a grapple attack then, or what are you gonna do? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, can I use my shield and do it? Like, like they push, take the shield and just jump on top of it and slam it to the ground, or do you want me to use like a grapple? How big is it? That's another thing. I don't know how big uh, it is. Basically, the size of a uh, full size panther. So we're talking something that's about uh, three, three and a half feet at the shoulder and about six feet. Then long. yeah, it'll be it'll be a grapple. Yeah. So you're just going to try to, to grab it? Yeah, grab it and throw it or put it to the ground. Okay, so then... Using myself be, as a dead weight. So this this would be a, a contested uh, uh, thing, so you'd be using your strength then, oh, I guess? so screwed. Yeah. So once again, you'll be doing dead weight advantage because you're not even really sure where it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so eight. that's a grand total of eight? Mm -hmm. Roll again and see if you can get any worse. Ten. So eight, so it just has to beat an eight. And it gets a nine. Oh! Jesus. So, um, you, 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 uh, you know, once again, just try to grow and tackle it, and you end up just face first right in front of it. Well, at least we know what it's going to attack next. Yeah. Maybe. Well, and it turns out that next on the list is it, and it whips two of its tentacles through the air, and one of them is coming for you, Gwen, mm -hmm. and then the other one is going for you, Nuan. Um, I'm going to use my reaction and impose disadvantage on his attack on him. Okay. that's a thing I got when I leveled up as well. Okay, so... Seems like putting and he gets disadvantage on me, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Gwen, the, um, worst of the two is a 22 to hit. What? Wow. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, you, uh, um... Basically, your disadvantage made sure it wasn't a natural 20, which was my other roll. Okay. So, so 22 to hit, I'm assuming that hits? Yeah, that does. So you take 5 points of bludgeoning damage, mm -hmm. and an additional 5 points of piercing damage, so 10 points total, as Ouch. it whacks you with it. And then disadvantage on its attack on, on you, Nuan, and that will give it a grand total of 11, which I'm assuming doesn't hit. Correct. So it just swings over your head. Okay, and then it um, will stay exactly where it is since you guys have it pinned in there pretty good. So, Adri, you get to go. Okay, um, I'm going to move up and fill this space right here. Um, I am going to do two unarmed strikes, or at least attempt. Um, Remember, you're making with disadvantage. Okay, so first one is... Oh, no. That's, that's 15. 15 total? That's the worst of your rolls? Yes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah you, you yeah, plug yeah. it pretty good. Look, look. So, yeah, you, you actually swing and uh, and connect. Okay, and that would be, I'm sorry, I was not prepared for that. Um, a three points damage. Okay. Okay, and then another. And this time you know where it is, so you do not have disadvantage on this okay, roll. Okay, sweet. 
That's that's good. No, another place. another. I'm gonna do a short sword attack actually, or pin it. In well, play. as a bonus action, you can only do it. Okay, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, short sword attack is. Oh shoot, a ten. No, no. Okay, it, uh, okay, but I'm also gonna expend a key point in his patient defense as well. Okay, very good. In Arlen, you saw where she struck. You do not have disadvantage if you should attack him. Oh, that's fun. Okay, I'm going to use Witch Bolt and... um, Witch one? (laughs) Yes. Okay. And uh, use my Tides of Chaos feature, which gives me advantage on the roll. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's a non-natural 20. Yeah, (laughs) non-natural 20. Okay, you hit. All right, and... Aw. Is it only three? Yeah. For now. But you get to hold and do automatic yep. damage. Uh, three points of um, lightning damage. Okay. And now, because I used the Tides of Chaos, you can have me roll the table whenever within the next long rest. And I'll regain the feature. Okay. So. Or when he does okay. it before the next long rest. I think out of duty. Or out no, of I already duty. did it. Uh, out of character, you know, GM, because of how Witch Bolt works now, he's got an arc of lightning going between him and this creature. Do we all now lose that disadvantage? Well, it's fun that you mentioned that. Yes, you guys know exactly where this beast is now. Oh, nice. Um, but not so much because of the, the the bolt, but because you just saw where the two um, your two teammate members struck. That so you now know where in that blur the uh, the creature is. Okay. So top of the round, Alistair. I'm gonna hit it with my longsword. Uh, no natural 20. You hit. Okay, so now I'll do my 1d8 and an extra 2d6 because of Thunderous Smite. Told you. Uh, um, so 6 plus 5 plus 7 is 18 points of damage. Nice. Okay. Tag it pretty solidly okay. there. You just got undivided attention. And this is attention. what? One round in? So I still have yeah, no five rounds. No, nine rounds of this. I am going to... Do an overhand. Uh, oh wait, it needs to do a strength check. Uh, this is gonna be bad you're gonna for move us. It. You know? Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna move it. it. Now we're not gonna the know where it is. Strength check is 19. Okay, it doesn't move. Okay. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, but I mean, if you but do I, that, we're gonna lose track of where it is every time it moves. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Well, he's gonna bump him back. You guys will. You might be able to uh, still triangulate on him. Okay, Noah. Okay, I will do an overhand double hand strike with my staff. Which is 9 plus 5, 13? You hit. 9 14. plus 5 is 14. 14. You conk him right in the head. Okay. And one, two, three, one. That's 4. Now follow up with a kick. Oh, by the way, when I hit him, it went boom really yeah. loudly. <laughs> you have to keep adding on little so bits. So the same 14. And then that's an additional 5. So 9 points total? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will not expend a key point. Okay, and Gwendo. Um, I'm going to, now that I see it, I'm going to try to whack it with my almighty flail. Really hard. And got a now natural 20. Yep, you hit. For six points of damage, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast second, or to activate my second win to get regard some of those hit points, and got seven back. Okay. You dig deep into that well of constitution inside you. Mm-hmm. Okay, it gets to go. And uh, 
it did not appreciate um, getting whacked really hard. Getting whacked really hard, so it puts a tentacle attack on you, Alistair. Mm-hmm. And gets a ten total. No. And then uh, no one didn't like you getting whacked by you either. And gets a fourteen to hit. Did that hit you? No. Okay. So it just swings wildly through the air. And uh, Adri. Okay, I'm gonna do two short sword attacks. First one is do do more Wait, than twenty. Two short sword. No, you can do two, short sword and then an unarmored. Yeah. So your bonus. No, it, it's including a um, monk weapon. Unarmored or monk weapon is the bonus attack. But I've done that before. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's unarmored or monk weapon. Okay. Oh. So it's you go, girl. Eighteen plus four. So um, that one is good, and then a short sword attack. Guess she told you. Is oh god, three points of damage. <laughs> it's a quick. It's a quick beast. Yeah, and then the second one is also twenty-two and five points of damage. Okay. And Arlen, you get to go. He put um, some damage on it. Take three more points of damage. Okay. Lightning. Oh, it keeps. Yeah. 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 So that's why as long as he holds it. Yeah, you got to okay, do top of the round. Three. Elsair. <laughs> I'm going to hit it again. You guys seem to triangulate it on it. Uh, um, 11. Okay. Uh, nope, that does not hit. So it jumps lethally aside. And no one? I will strike it with my staff for 15. You hit. And that would be for 6. And then I will do a kick for, with a 22. And that would be 7. Wow. So a total of 13. Take okay. that, kitty. Okay. And Gwendolyn. I'm just going to try to whack it again. With a nine, I don't think so. No, it jumps aside again. <laughs> bad, and then bad, it bad, gets bad. to go. How's it looking? Uh, I'm pretty beat up. You guys uh, have been uh, whacking and thwacking on it pretty good. Um, so it takes the tentacle attacks. And Adri, you seem to be doing really well against it, so it uh, takes a swing at you. With a natural 20. Aww. So it just basically catches you right up the side of the, of the head there. And oh my goodness! I I don't like hearing you say <laughs> those words. Um, it does ten points okay. of bludgeoning damage and oh, additional no. ten points of piercing damage. Wow! I'm yeah, negative. negative. Oh, oh my lord! Negative three. Oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And so, she crumples. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the tentacle just comes whipping out of this blur and just catches her completely unaware and just levels her completely. Completely dex. And then the other one is going for you, Alistair. Me? And gets a 21 to hit. Yes, that does. Now I need to roll constitution saving throw to see if the spell keeps going. What? It's a... Con it's a... It's a... Uh, Oh, 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 gotcha. Concentration. Um, if it's a DC 10, do I have to get higher than or equal yes. to 10? Yeah, higher than 10. So it's, it's always over. Yeah. And oh, I wow. got that one. 
Okay, no, what? you weren't expecting that. The concentration Solid thunk knocked you the hell out. However, this one, basically, you, you were able to roll with it, so you just take five points of bludgeoning damage and an additional point of piercing damage that just sort of scratches you. So I'm you at 17. Six points Six, of damage there. 20, you know. Six. <laughs> okay, roll the natural on you. And Adri, you're up next. I need a death, death save. saving throw. That's... Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, right? Okay. I'm putting away that die. Woo, 12. Okay, one happy face. Yay. And Arlen, you get to go. Um, take four points of damage. Hey, you're going up in the world. Okay, and top of the round, Alistair. Constitution um, broken. What do you do? You're still okay for at least two rounds. Unless she does a net one. Then no. she'll be okay for two rounds. Yeah. But I go before she does. And you can heal. So she she can so I'm gonna she can bleed it. out for a little longer. A little longer. As yeah. I'm really from... feeling a lot of you guys. That's a miss with a nine. <laughs> okay, yeah, it swings over its head. I really like those zombies. Can we fight more and, of them? Uh, They'd real low ACs. No one, you get to go. Okay. <clears throat> Feel, feeling the slightest bit of ire that, that <clears throat> my sister from the monastery was struck, I shall expend a key point. And pummel this with a fury It's more just blows. a that, like, you, okay, you weren't as good as I am. The staff. 20-something. You definitely have. And that would be d- 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 four points of damage. Mm-hmm. Then I am going to kick it twice. Much is my rage. With what? So, 15, yeah. Uh, d- 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 <clears throat> a 16? Hits. And that would be for five, and then eight. Okay, no, it, it was able to roll that second one. Okay, and then Gwendolyn, what are you gonna do? Uh, a most unusual and slightly scary thing for a little group. Um, seeing the monk fall, Gwendolyn kind of <clears throat> cocks his head and speaks in a language that you guys do. Sounds like a bunch of snarling and screaming and slightly angry tones in a. Plume of green and white fire will expound from the dragonborn mouth and completely engulf the fallen monk. Not so much the monk. Did you say fire on the monk? It's yeah. like that swirly toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that in mind. And you will get. Not so minty fresh, however. Oh, you're laughing now. Now let me finish speaking. You, oh, okay, you okay. get back 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 hit points. Oh, sweet. Nice. Thank yeah, 13. You. And, when it com- and when the fire dissipates, your wounds are gone and you are wide awake. Wow. So you, you, you wake up on the ground looking up, feeling. Um, minty fresh. The tartar is gone from her. 13 total? Yeah. 13 total. Okay. Yeah. Because you started there. And then zero. the uh, creature uses its disengage action and uh, runs off into the trees. And we don't get in the... Because he disengages, we don't get a shot of opportunity yeah. on him. Okay. okay. And how far can he move? Faster than you. Yes. So he, he disappears into the trees with a snarl and, and a last minute... Uh, oh, great. In the beam of energy. Last of me. <laughs> and uh, you, guys, you guys are left there licking the wounds. <laughs> I, I'm not licking. Actually, I'm not licking any. Say, not too many. <laughs> I'm down. No, I'm, I'm into right. I'm I'm And I'm not going to lick her, so. Uh. <laughs> well. That's what I thought the dragonborn was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> he 
wake up with this forked tongue licking your face? When, when, when you said this something to certain hey, hey, this is like, not true blood, okay? <laughs> well, I'm going to spend a hit die. Okay. I'm not going to bother. I'm only two down. 22 Aww. of 23. Are you going to use a hit die as well, Adrian? You should. No, I, I'm only four points down, so right. I'm not that worried about it. Okay. Yeah, I just rolled max healing. So yeah. I was like, sweet. <laughs> That would have sucked a little one. That's why I like to lay on hands, because I have this much I can do, so I know exactly how much to hand out. One point. One point. point And the best part about the whole thing, besides being minty fresh, is it wasn't beige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce, you can one point yourself. Ten times. No, no, I'm down one hit point. No. So I'll I'll keep it down one hit point. Okay, good. Question, Master or Master. If we're riding and not being attacked, is that considered resting? Uh, no. no. As, as, as anyone who has ridden for any length of time knows, it's pretty exhausting. Yeah. We, okay. should, we should rest for a half hour so that well, I can meditate. You're yeah, yeah. You're certainly going to do should. that while uh, everyone bandages up and everything. Yeah, I think so. I'll get our key yeah, points we, we back. back. And it'll definitely take you about that a length of time just no, to get the horses calm yeah, down yeah. enough to continue forward. Oh, cool. Full out. Full out. In fact, they, they, they won't budge for the next hour or two just because the, the wind's still carrying the scent of whatever that was. Fun. Do we know what it is? Can I roll me a nature check and see if you can figure out what it is? Was. Uh, nature, that. I got an 11. I got... Mm, My roll is negligible. 15. Natural 20. Oh, okay. He's like, <laughs> I remember that from piloting class. <laughs> <laughs> he might. The Strange and Mysterious Beast, part one, yes. So the two of you, um, Adrian, uh, yeah, Adrian uh, and Alistair, you guys have heard of the Displacer Beast. Um, although you've only <laughs> ever heard them in legend. No one's ever seen one that you know. At least no one has seen one that lived. And they do do exactly as uh, you guys saw. They tend to, uh, you know, blur themselves. And so travelers, the ones, the few that have survived, report, you know, exactly what you did. Having trouble hitting it until they can finally triangulate on where in that blurring mass it was. And their uh, tentacles are uh, supposed to swing with the tremendous force, which you guys experienced. Was it starving as well, like the wolves that we encountered? Well, you really on, couldn't see, like... but the fact that it's come down from the mountains to bother people on uh, on the roadways is startling. It's pretty. Um, they are more, mostly known for picking off lone wanderers one at a time. <clears throat> They're creatures it, of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it would just come in brazenly and openly uh, pretty know, much attack implies you guys. Starving. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Some desperation at the very least. Very good. So after a couple hours of calming the horses, you guys are able to, to remount and, and continue down into the forest. And um, you guys are going for you know, a couple more hours. You guys have to break for, for midday meal, and, and about an hour after that, um, you guys are um, riding along peacefully. And uh, roll for me a perception check, everybody. Oh, Lord. Aww. Nine. Eleven. Five. Twenty not natural. Nice. Okay. Um Gwenville, you um get the feeling that there's someone in front of the tree right next to the road in front of you. In front of? In front of the tree? No. In front of you there is a tree beside the road and you get the feeling there's someone behind it. Oh, oh okay. You see a shadow or perhaps an elbow pokes out. Uh I had to quietly catch everyone's attention and point to those, point to the tree and around, yeah. And start, and I just kind of cautiously move toward it, you know, ban out. <laughs> um, sensing that his cover is blown, um, a uh, human male 
steps out from behind the tree, and he's dressed all in kind of ragged green clothing that makes him blend almost perfectly with the surroundings. Um, and he says to you, halt! And all of a sudden you hear a rustling, and you guys realize that you're now encircled by about ten guys, all dressed in similar clothes. That's fun. Oh my god, it's the merry men. They've got uh, <laughs> weapons drawn, bows and, and swords. And um, the uh, guy in the front um, rushes up and grabs the uh, bridle of your horse, Gwenneville. And it seems to only then realize that the Baron's livery is, is on the, uh, the bridle straps. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, shouts to one of the guys on the left side, says, Hey, look at this! And the guy takes a look over. It's, a, it's another human male, uh, somewhat older and, and uh, wearing an eye patch. And uh, he uh, just says two words. The master. And somebody runs off into the woods. And that's where we're going to stop. Sweet. Dungeon Masters, have you ever got about half of what you were going to say out of your mouth and then realize that, oh, this isn't going to go well? That was me. I proposed the little kumbaya, get-to-know-each-other session there at the dinner table, and I was about halfway through that, I realized that all of the characters, all of them, had been given a super-secret, dark, and mysterious backstory. All of them. And as soon as I uh, got that out of my mouth, I realized, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> no one's going to say anything. But hey, you know, they, they all did, thanks to uh, the Dragonborns prodding them. So, we'll see what comes of that in future sessions. For now, it seems as if the party has met the merry men of Sherwood Forest. We'll see what comes of that in future sessions. Until then... Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.